The message you're about to hear is a production of the Word and Sound Ministry of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Throne of Grace, Richmond Hill. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you as you listen to the transforming and inspiring Word of God. The way you guys are clapping, looks as if you can sing better than the choir. Let's give it up for Fragrance of Life. Hallelujah. All of our helps come from the Lord. The Lord bless you richly. Help will come for you in 2023. And it will come in diverse places that you do not know in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you richly in Jesus' name. I would like to thank Carla Beckers for always being a blessing to us. Thank you very much. And the team that came with you, we really do appreciate and love you. Every time he comes, it's always a blessing. Every time. I, I recall when earlier in the year when he was with us, <clears throat> it was a blessing. The Lord bless you richly. Bless your family and the good work you do. In Jesus' mighty name. And your voice will go to the nations. In Jesus' mighty name. This is just about the beginning of what God is using you to do. Greater things are ahead. In Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. We're going to run because we have a lot of stuff we need to do tonight. And uh, our time is... Uh, uh, we have a good problem in the house. By the special grace of God, next year's uh, um, arise, we're going to do it in a bigger place. So that we don't have to squeeze everybody in the way they are. And then some people have to go to overflow. Some people have refused to go to the overflow deliberately <laughs> for some reason. But it is well in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, there's still going to be a service tomorrow morning by 11, not 10. Usually our services are 10, but it's going to be 11 so that you can rest a bit before we catch up tomorrow by the special grace of God. And uh, it's going to be a great time in the presence of God. It's the first Thanksgiving in the year, the first Sunday, the first Thanksgiving. So let's come celebrating God. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's bow our heads as we pray. Lord, we want to thank you. We thank you because you have a word for us. We're asking the Lord in heaven, your word will lighten upon us. Your word will breathe upon us. Your word will provoke and perfect all that concerns us. Let no one go out of this place the same person as they came. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word transform. At the end of the day, let your name be praised and glorified. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Uh, let's have Joel chapter 2 and verse 28. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Uh, I'd like you to turn to your neighbor if you have one by your left or your right and tell them it is time to dream. To turn to someone and tell them it is time to dream. Joel chapter 2 verse 28, the Bible says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. We're living in a time where God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. All flesh, both young or old, adults or children. He says, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And guess what? He says, your sons and your daughters 
We do what? They will prophesy. In other words, God will put a word in their mouth. They will speak for things and they will happen. And it goes further to say, it says, not only are your sons and your daughters going to prophesy, it says your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. Now, 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 within the context of what you said to your neighbor, your friend, to your left, to your right, when you said it is time to dream, a dream there could be a picture of a future that you can see. It says the old men will do what we dream dreams. And, and the younger men, the younger guys, they will do what we see a vision. In my own context, whether it is a dream or it's a vision, it's about the same. In my own context. I'm not talking about the dream that you dream, you know, you are sleeping after eating a bowl of pandemium or heavy meal and then you begin to hallucinate. And that's not the kind of dream I'm talking about. I'm talking about catching a picture of the future. Something that God wants to do in your life, in your family, for your time and for your generation. Tell somebody again, it's time to dream. 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 You, you know, you know in, in December, when our general overseer said that the topic for the con Congress was double portion, something in me leaped for joy. The Bible says that when Elizabeth, you know, Mary came and approached Elizabeth, he said the baby in the womb did what kicked for joy. There was something that just said, hey, there's something different here. And, and I had the Spirit of God say to me that, look, hey, there's something that God is saying here. For throughout the length of that con Congress, I paid attention to all the messages. All the messages. And I was, when, I was, when I was asking the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want me to share with the people of God in throne of grace? You know, over this, over this season and over this year that is to come, I, 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 I feel a sense of the fact that God is saying to you and I, there's a double thing coming your way. There's a double thing coming your way. There's a double thing coming your way. There's a double portion coming your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, the text of the scripture, 61, Isaiah 61 and verse 7. Isaiah 61 and verse 7. God in himself says it here in scripture. He says, instead of your shame, I'm about to do something. I am doing what? He said, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their person. He says, therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. They shall possess double. He said, everlasting joy shall be their portion. Everlasting joy shall be their portion. Friends, friends let's, let's, let's think closely. I believe God. That everyone hearing the sound of my voice, as God takes you into the new year, God is going to do something phenomenal in your life that will change your life and change it completely. Change it totally. Double. 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 
The, the question is, what, what is double? What is a double portion? What is a double portion? You see, back in Israel, whenever they have a firstborn like me, and there's a transfer of wealth, they usually give the firstborn double inheritance. So if, for instance, you're a firstborn here, and then you live in the country called Israel, when your parents are transferring wealth, as they are giving the others one, two, three little things, they are giving you double what they are giving the rest. Some people are saying, oh, how I wish I was a firstborn. And how I wish I lived in Israel. If you look at Deuteronomy chapter 21 and verse 17, the Bible speaks about a double inheritance given to firstborn. Given to firstborn. It says, but you shall acknowledge the son of the unloved wife as a firstborn by giving him double portion of all that he has. For it's the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. Double. 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 Now, the, the other dimension of looking at a double portion could, could be said to be twice as much. So when you say something is double, you're talking about twice as much. Twice as much. Twice as much. So I, I am believing God that for everyone in throne of grace, God is going to give you twice as much of what you are now. Twice as much peace. Twice as much joy. Twice as much honor. Twice as much wealth. Everything you have now, God can give it to you twice as much. In the mighty name of Jesus. And for us as a church, I am also believing God and I'm claiming it that by this time next year will be twice as much. Twice as much men saved. Twice as much marriages. Twice as much different diverse miracles happening in the house. In the mighty name of Jesus. In other words, it could be said to be twice as much spirituality also. Twice as much. But, but you see, the, the question is, somebody may say, uh, 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 Israel, are you sure you're just, not, you're not, you're just not quoting scriptures? What is the basis of this? What is the basis? Where can you find this in scripture? How is it that you, you can claim twice as much? There are three scriptural foundations that I'm going to lay this morning or this after evening. And let's see how God helps us. And see how far we go. If we don't cover much of the ground tomorrow, we continue by the special grace of God. Three scriptural foundations for why I am claiming double portion for everyone in throne of grace. The first foundation is found in Isaiah 61, which we read earlier on in verse 7. Which is the words of God himself. God himself was saying to you and I, he says, for your shame, I am giving you double honor. And friends, God's words cannot be, it, it, it says the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. It does not return back unto me void. He says, it accomplishes what I have sent it to accomplish. Therefore, if God says so, I believe it and I declare it over you. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice. Every shame you have encountered in 2022, you shall receive double honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Double. The second scriptural text for which we're holding on to this is found in the book of Job chapter 42 and verse 10. 
Job chapter 42 and verse 10. I'd like for us to read the NIV version of that scripture. It says, After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Twice as much as he had before. Many of us know the story of Job here. Job was a man who feared the Lord. And then suddenly, in one day, he had, he had massive challenge and problems. He lost 10 of his children died. He lost all his business. He lost all the animals. He lost everything. And the Bible says he was the only person left. In other words, he was in a place where everything was gone. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. But yet, at the summary of his life, the Bible says that God gave him twice as much. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice, it does not matter what you have lost, but God is going to give you twice as much in the mighty name of Jesus. For someone under the sound of my voice, maybe 2022 has been a rough year for you. Very rough. Very rough. God is saying to tell you, I will bring back the glory you have always known. And far above it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, there's an article that I read, I read recently. Uh, there was, there was, the article was talking about a, a, a discussion an argument between two opposing camps about what makes a person successful, what makes you who you are, what brings out the best of who you are. And, and, and the argument was, is it your nature or your nurture that makes you who you are? Nature talks about your DNA. There are some people you see, they are smart. They're just smart. I don't know that some of you have gone to school with some of those smart guys. That went for graduation ceremony of one of my daughters, you know. And one, one girl, they were just best mathematics student, best this, best this. After some time, I said, ah, no lay you. You know, there's, there's, there's some people based on nature, their DNA based on how, how they are formed or made. It, 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 their innate abilities, they're just smart. So the argument was some people, because they are smart, they can get into an Ivy League school. And based on that, they, they do well and they excel. Now the second argument was saying, oh, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not based on how, how your nature, how smart you are from birth. It is based on your nurture. In other words, the environment in which you grew up. In other words, if you, if you school with a son of a Bill Gates, then the chances are that you get the connection. Then maybe you can get a referral. Then you can work in Bill Gates' office. So the argument was, which one is the best? What, what informs or makes people better? And, and at the end of the day, they concluded that both nature and, and nurture has an impact, an influence in making who people become who they are. But see, when the argument, the writer of the article concluded itself, the, 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 the conclusion was, if you have a good nature, great. 
But at the same time, associate yourself in a good environment, not your process. Go through a good school. Go through a good environment. Live in a good neighborhood. So that at the end of the day, you can add up and become somebody better. But you know where the article made a mistake? The article made a mistake because they forgot the fact that whether it is nurture or nature, there's something they call the nerves to trust God. Nerves is what makes you to say, I'm going to trust God for a miracle. Oh, 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 Job was a man who, as it were, everything about his nature was deprived of him. Everything of, of his nurture that he gained through growing up, through school, and all of that was taken off of, off of him. But there was something that Job had. He had nerves. Something that says, I'm not going to give up on God. I'm still going to trust him because I believe that he can do what he says he will do. And the Bible says that he said to Job, curse God and die. But, but Job said, you don't understand you don't understand. You don't understand. I, I've got nerves to trust this God. Is there anyone in the house? Things may have been rough for you. You may not have come from the best of places. In fact, you may not have even gone to an Ivy League school. And they're laughing at you and saying, you're not, you've not gone to an Ivy League. Oh, you didn't even go to... You know, even here sometimes... They, they, no, tell them, friends, there's something better than nurture or nature. It is your nerves. The fact that you believe that what God says about you comes to pass and it can come to pass. That was what gave Job a double portion. He had the nerves to trust God. Friends, in 2023, you must have the nerves to trust God. You must come to a place where you say, Lord, I'm going to stand trusting you because I know you can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can think or, or can think or imagine by the power that's at work in me. I see somebody's color manifesting in 2023 in the mighty name of Jesus. The third scriptural foundation. Is a text that we read from the Bible study, or rather the Bible reading, in the course of the service. In Second Kings chapter two. And for the sake of my time, I'm going to paraphrase the story. A man called Elijah had a servant called Elisha, and Elisha was best known as. A servant that poured water in the hands of another man, prophet called Elijah. Sometimes the Jah and the Shah. Elisha, Elijah. It'd be confusing. But you see, this story is very instructive because the first scriptural text tells us that God said, I will give a double portion. The second scriptural text tells us that God gave. The scriptures did not tell us clearly whether Job had an input in it or not. But this third scriptural text tells us that Elisha was the one that demanded for a double portion. In, in other words, friends, if God said it and God can give it, if you can demand it, then the equation is balanced for you and I. The scripture says that Elisha got to replace in chapter 2 and verse 9. 
the scripture says in the book of Second Kings, and so it was that when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what may I do for you before I'm taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit come upon me. Let a double portion of your spirit come upon me. Understand the Bible says. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken away from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. If you see me go, if you see me go, it says you shall receive it. But if you don't, you cannot receive it. Now, there are two components, something, two things I'd like to just quickly point out here. Two things. Just for the sake of this evening service. How many people think that Elijah just asked Elijah without thinking about it? Elijah thought about it. Can you imagine if, for instance... I, Brother Maker asks, no, says to me, Israel, what can I give you? What can I do for you? And if I ask Brother Maker to, I need a power, you know, to preach the gospel all through the nations. Do you think I thought it through before I asked him? Or it just came out of my mouth? <laughs> the, the point I'm trying to make friends is that for Elisha to ask for a double portion there must have been thoughts going on in his mind he, he must have dreamt and said to himself oh, oh how I wish I can do what I, I, I can have the kind of power that this man has Friends, everyone that must enjoy double portion must be ready to dream. That's what I'm going to. You must be ready to dream. You must be ready to dream. If you must enjoy a double portion of what God has in stock for you in 2023, be ready to dream it now. So ask your friend by your left or to your right, what are you dreaming of? What are you dreaming? You must be ready to dream. A, a dream could be said to be a series of thoughts or imaginations, cherished aspirations, goals or plans, things that you are trusting God for. So that when an angel wakes you up and says to you, Israel, what do you need? You, don't waste, you are not wasting time. You know already. You know already. You know already. I, I can imagine, you know, Elisha thinking, I, I, I like the way that this man just, he, he just calls fire from heaven and does miracles. I, I like the way that he just says the word, there shall be no rain for three years. And then that is it. And he said, I, I want double of what you have. I want double of what you have. I want double of what you have. Listen and listen, friends. Miracles don't just happen. That's the truth. 
In fact, most times they, they are bet from the place of expectations. The question is, what are your expectations for 2023? What are your expectations? Peter was going to the temple. When he approached the gate called Beautiful, the Bible says he saw a lame man, himself and John. And he said, that the lame man was saying, please, can you give us some money? Give us some money. And Peter said, look on us. In other words, he was saying, have some expectations. The silver and gold we do not have. But such as we have, everyone that must experience double portion glory must have an expectation. Must have an expectation. Must have an expectation. Friends, don't live in this land without an expectation. Oh, 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 let me take it a little bit deeper. Don't live in the land with the expectation of Egypt. Too many of us, we have left Egypt, yet Egypt is holding back to us. Let me drive it home a bit. Some of us have left the various African and Caribbean countries we came from. And the Asian countries we came from. But the Asian countries are still holding on to us. You're in a different environment entirely. That there's a dream for this land. There's an opportunity for this land. You must therefore leave the past behind and hold on to the things that God has called you to. Some of you are still calculating when you want to buy something in Walmart. You see convert. You convert. <laughs> <laughs> I got some of you there. <laughs> you know why I know? I was also converting before. <laughs> I was converting. <laughs> you know, when I went going to a shop, I would just look at, say, ah, Kai. And then I just quickly press it. 565. And say, ah, no, 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 no. And, and sometimes I wonder, but I'm not living there. I'm living here. Where am I doing the conversion? The mentality of the past. Listen, friends, for where God wants to take you to. There's a greater realm of glory. There's a greater realm of power. That's it. You, you got to begin to dream. Begin to dream of the land where God is placing you. Because there's something great about this land. Friends, what are your expectations? What are your expectations? Oh, you must have an expectation for salvation of your entire family. An expectation for financial miracles. And expectations for what? For healing miracles, for babies, for a miracle that will change the course of your life. I declare over someone, 2023, may God give you a dream that will change your life. Time is not going to permit me to tell you that dreams come through various forms. One of them is that you can catch it a heavenly revelation. God just drops it in your heart. Drops it in your heart. Drops it in your heart. You know if I know someone who just woke up one day and God showed him a picture of a property to go and buy. He approached the various people and before he, <laughs> everything he said to the owner of the property, that was what they said. That was what they agreed on. And guess what? Since that time, 2024 till now. That property is dropping cash like no man's business. What? A dream. A dream. A dream. The, the second dimension of what I want to share with us tonight is, is that don't only catch a dream. 
about your marriage. Don't only catch a dream about your future. Don't only catch a dream about your spirituality. But be ready to put, to, to be ready to do what? To ask for a hard one. Uh, some people, you see, it's, it is easy to catch a dream that I will buy a house and not shower. Very easy. Because you can either save up money and then buy a house. Or an uncle can say, look, hey, um, how much have you saved up? So I've saved up uh, XYZ. Okay, I can give you the balance. Any dream that is hard, no man has an input in it. Elijah said to Elisha, you have asked a hard thing. Elijah was asking of Elijah. Elisha was asking of Elijah what Elijah can do. And friends, that is what God is challenging you. Can somebody challenge God to say to God, Lord, I want to be the CEO of what organization? Now let me not call it so the people will not think that. So that you can be a blessing to many. Can somebody challenge God and say to God, Lord, can you make me a prophet to the nations? Ask God for a hard team. Can, can somebody challenge God and say, Lord, please, can you pay off all my mortgages this year that is coming in? I say, oh, but pastor, that is a hard one. Yes. That is a hard one. That's a hard one. But if you look at scripture, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7, it says, Acts. And it shall be given to you. Seek. And you will find. Knock. And the doors will be open. It says for everyone that asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And he who knocks. It says it will be open unto him. You see when God says ask. There is no limit to what you should ask. There is no limit. You can ask for anything. You can ask for anything. You can ask for a hard thing. You can ask for something big, something audacious. In fact, the truth is that your, your accent def is defined by the dreams you have had about life and about your expectations. In fact, the truth is that what you ask for is based on what it is that has welled up from your heart. Elijah couldn't, couldn't have asked for any other thing if he had not thought through it. And too many of us are asking God for small, small things. Please, 2023, don't ask God for any small thing. Don't. 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 Oh, you can, you can talk to him as your father. Because he says, you know, put me in remembrance of all things. But if you, when you want to ask God for things, ask him for audacious things. But don't be like the king called Joash. The Bible says that this same Elisha was about to die. And Elisha called Joash and said to Joash, or oh, Joash went to visit him. And I said, hey, my father, my father, oh, we see you're about to die. Uh, and he said to him, please put your hands on my hand. He said, shoot an arrow. And he shot an arrow. And he said, the same way you have shot an arrow, God is going to destroy your enemies around you. And he says, take the arrow and strike the ground. And the scripture says, I think in chapter 13 of the book of 2 Kings, somewhere from 13 downwards, he says, this king struck the ground three times. One, two, three. And stopped. And Elisha became angry. Why did you stop? 
Why did you stop? Why did you stop? You're going to learn friends to ask God for a hard thing. You, you must have the nerves to do what? To say to God, Lord, I want you to change my life totally. You, you must have the nerves to ask God for something audacious. You, you must have the nerves to do what? To trust God for something unusual. Who says you can be the manager of your organization? Who says? Who, who says you can have a company that employs thousands of people? Who says you can be a blessing to generations around? Who, who says you can't ca catch a dream of how to build the tallest skyscraper in the land? Who says? Do you know that everything that we use here on earth is a product of a man's dream? Everything. Many of us are carrying one phone now or the other. As one model is coming out, we're running after the nest. Today is uh, Samsung 20 what? Oh, 20, oh, it's gone to 23. iPhone what? Oh, even the children know. <laughs> we're, not, we're chasing it. We're chasing it. But, but someone is dreaming. Someone is dreaming. Someone is dreaming. The Uber app that has gone all over everywhere. I went to my village and they were using Uber app. I said, ah, Uber has reached here. Was the man's dream. Can, can you trust God, friends, to give you a dream that will make you a blessing? Can you trust God for a dream? Can you trust God and challenge God and say, Lord, I, I need my 2023 to be a year with a difference. So I am asking you for a hard thing. And friends, when you, when you ask God for that hard thing, write it down. The Bible says write the vision. And make it clear. So that you can do what you can run with it. You can run with it. You can run with it. I see God doing something supernatural. Something amazing. Something tremendous in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's something about dreams. It's that when you dream dreams that changes the course of history, it defines your future. Dreams define your future. We, we know the case of Elisha that he asked for a double portion changed the trajectory of his life forever. It changed his future forever. The, the future that was not colorful before became colorful. In fact, the moment he crossed River Jordan, the 50 prophets were waiting for him already and they were bowing down to him. This was a man who they were laughing at him before. Say, your master is going, no. Say, look, I know, keep quiet. Your master is going, no. I know, keep quiet. They were, they were saying, oh boy, <laughs> I'm sorry for you, you know, let's say in my, you know, in my place. Your master is gone. Say, no, keep quiet. But when Elisha came back in the power of the double portion, the Bible says that they began to bow to him. Friends, your future in the name of Jesus shall be colorful. Amen. But you, you must have a dream. The, the, the second thing about dreams is that it propels you to the top. He propels you to the top. And I am believing God that in 2023, God is going to propel somebody to the top by measure of their dreams in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the third thing about dreams is that he makes you a blessing. He says to Abraham, I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. God wanted Abraham to see. So he took him out. He said, look, hey, look as far as you can see. As far as you can see. As far as you can see. 
Somebody listening to me under the sound of my voice, whether you're watching online or hearing in person. You see, God can give you a wealth that can make you a blessing. You see, God, God can give you a career that can make you a blessing. God, God can give you an anointing, a grace that can make you a blessing. And, 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 and in the name that's above every name, you will be a major blessing to someone 2023 in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's begin to bring this to a close because I need us to pray for some few minutes before we go to get to 12 midnight. It is good to have a dream. It is good to ask. But friends, you must understand that how enjoying double portion blessing is a process. It's not automatic. It's not automatic. And by the special grace of God for the next few Sundays, I'm going to be sharing the process. The process is more important because if you can catch an understanding of the process, then the harvest becomes easier. Becomes easier. If you're asking God, Lord, please give me a big dream. Lord, please make me a prophet of the nations. Lord, please bless me financially. Let me a blessing to generations. But you don't do the things that will make it happen. You just wasted a time. Wasted efforts. And if you look at scriptures, you realize taking the story of Elisha. Second Kings chapter 2. Elijah said, you have asked the half thing. Nevertheless, if you see me go, if you see me go, if you see me when I'm taken away, that is the first process I like to talk about tonight. If you see me taken away, I, I would have thought that immediately he said, if you see me, if no go, that would be it. But look at the journey they went. They went from Gilgal to Bethel. From Bethel to Jericho. When they got to Jericho, they, they had to cross one river and they got to Jordan. And each of those moments, Elijah was telling Elisha, stay here. Stay here. Elijah would say, I've not gotten the double portion. Why am I staying here? Stay here. He said, if you see me go, friends, Everyone that would enjoy a great future for 2023 must understand the power of focus. And that's the only thing I'm going to talk about tonight as we wrap up. The power of focus. He says, if you see me go, in other words, there's a probability that he wouldn't have seen him go. That, that there's a chance that they, they can be strolling. And then the prophets are saying, oh boy, the master you're going to, your master is going to be going away today and he's focusing on these prophets and then before you know what's happening pew, the guy has gone that was why if you look at all the sentences that the, the distractors brought in the way two words was what Elisha had for them yes, keep quiet face my journey if you see me go friends, focus life is all about focus Life. In fact, the truth is that focus is anything that consumes your passion, consumes your time, consumes your energy. Focus is what consumes your finance, your attention. Something that you can pay your attention and your focus to. 
the reason why many people have not excelled as the auto is that they have become a jack of many trades, master of none. Focus. Focus. So, Elijah wanted to test the focus of this man. Because he knows that not everybody asks, everybody can ask for something, but not everybody has the focus to get it. Mind you, Elijah had a servant before. Elisha was not the first servant of Elijah. Elijah had a servant before. In, in fact, that servant, I think in 1 Kings chapter 19, the Bible says that when, El, when Jezebel threatened, hey, I'm going to kill you, and then Elijah ran, the Bible says that the servant said, ah, oh God, I can't, I, can't, I can't stay with you anymore. He, he left him. He left him. And then, of course, Elijah, we know the rest of the story. Elijah went a long journey. What, what baffles me is that when God asked Elijah to go and anoint somebody, why, did it, why didn't he go back to anoint the servants? If he could not focus to stay with his master, he can't focus to get the blessings. He can't. He can't. Focus. Always remember, friends, that your focus decides or determines your reality. Oh yes, it determines your reality. And in 2023, you must be focused. Don't be a double-minded person. Neither here nor there. I told us the story so many times before now. How many people know why the crab, the crab walks like this? How many people have seen a crab? You know, crab, crab goes like this. You don't know where he's going. A little to the left, a little to the right, a little to the left. That's why the crab can't move fast. That's what people do, who, who who are unfocused. That's what happens to them. They, they told the story that they they, they 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 told the crab, hey crab. You just lost your mother. They want you in the village. And then the crabs started going to the village. He got, going to the village and he got, he got to, you know, a tea John shop. And then they sent an emissary from the father's village from this side. And then they met him at the tea John shop. And they said, hey, Mr. Crab, where are you going to? He said, oh, they just called me from my mother's village. He said, oh, but something just happened in your father's village. Your father has just uh, fallen ill now and is about to die. Now the crab stood at the crossroad. Do I go for my father's? Or do I go for my mother's? Do I go for my father? Do I go for... And too many people are like that in life. You're unstable. The Bible says you're unstable in all your ways. It says, it says I will do what I will spoil you out of my mouth. God does not want unstable people. You're going to be focused on one thing. And say that is, this is what I want to go for. This is what I want to go for. Focus is very important, friends. In fact, the truth is that many of us are, are good starters. But not all of us are good finishers. You start something, you pack it up. You start BA, you pack it up. You start uh, PA, PMP, you pack it up. What are, the, what are the other names? Scrum Master, you pack it up. You try data management, you pack it up. Say, ah, 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 ah. Uh, I didn't know that this is, is as hard as this. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. The, 
the, the, the truth is that if you, if you don't stay on one lane, you may never know how God can propel you and how fast and how far God can take you. Friends, it is not, it is not what you are doing that is important. It's the grace of God helping you to achieve the impossible that makes the difference. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. And some young men are very unfocused. Today they tell this one, hey, gay, I, hey, I just like you. <laughs> I just, you're just, just cute. You know, since the day, since the day I saw you, I just uh, I just have butterflies in my stomach. You know, I think the, the Lord made you on a Monday morning. You're special. You just, you just lovely. Oh. oh, you live around town? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, awesome. Can we catch up? And you meet this one. Catch up. You meet this one. Can I catch up? This one. Can we catch up? Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Everyone under the sound of my voice, as I round up this, there are three areas you must stay focused. In 2023, must be focused with God. Must be focused with God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 23. Said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Said, and every other thing will be added unto you. It says, every other thing. Seek ye first. In other words, that is the first and the primary importance in your life. The most important thing in your life. Your attention and your focus must be on God. Every other thing will come. I think the Passion Translation puts it this way. It says, so above all, constantly seek God's, God's kingdom and his righteousness. Above all, constantly chase after the realms of God's kingdom and his righteousness. And proceeds from it will come. They will come and they will come abundantly. Friends, we've got to focus on God. We've got to focus on God. Some of us, the year 2022 is passing. But we can't really tell how many times you have read the Bible. We can't tell. We, we can't really tell how much, how, much, how, much, how much strength your prayer life has. Oh, but you know, you know, Toronto is busy. God understands. He understands. You know, he understands. You've got to stay focused on God. There's no, no way, listen closely, friends, you can expect to amount to much without God in this land. You can't. You can't. You can't. Some of the people you are, you are working with, they have things that are aiding them. They do. They are entered into one office. I thought that, you know, it's only back in God's own country that we have eight. Without realizing that in, in the boardrooms here, it is refined aid. The one there is crooked. They put down everybody. But the one here in the boardrooms, they are refined. But they are eight. The Bible said that God gives Solomon largeness of heart. How are you going to compete with people who the devil gives likeness of heart? How are you going to compete? Stay focused. Stay focused. Your, your personal commitment with God must be undiluted. 
It must be. Because it's only God that can give double portion. No? Elijah could not give it. It's only God. It's only God that can make your colorful, your future colorful. Only God. Only God. Only God. It's only God that can turn the tide for you and I. It's only God. That's why we've got to stay focused with him. You see, one of the prayers that I pray for every Throne of Grace member is that there will be massive employers of labor in this land. Amen. They will compete with people in the super realms. But the day that I, I knew that God has to help me, well, the day I walked into one Israeli man who was working with slippers, and then he showed it, they told me all the estates and properties he owned. And I was asking, how did this man get this thing? And he said, ah, it was generational wealth. That his great-grandfather who had come in the early, seven, early 90s, you know, 1913, those kind of years, passed it on to his father, passed it on to his father. And I said, ah, where am I going to start from with those kind of people? God has to help me. And he has to help you, friends. God has to help us in such a way that there will also, also be generational wealth transfer starting with you. Amen. Some of you are not saying amen. amen. You want me to receive back the Jason? But it starts with your personal devotion. Personal devotion. If I should ask now, how many of us have read the Bible at least once a year? I will probably have maybe very few hands. But you know, I just take 12 minutes in a day to read a Bible portion. And by the end of the year, you have read the Bible once. 12 minutes in a day. Some of us are on TikTok. One hour. And all, all these all this social media now, they have devised various, various forms of craftiness. You open face, Facebook. They say somewhere, they say watch. You click the watch. You can be in that watch. Only God knows how many hours. You switch over to, to YouTube. You, you see another place where you can... And, and the end of it, is, is it, maybe I should not go there. <laughs> Let's develop a personal relationship with God. It's so important. So, so important. So, so important. So, so important. Your personal commitment, your corporate worship. Let God be everything in your life. Let God be everything in your life. Let it be the center of your life. The second area, friends, that every one of us must do what must focus on. You, you must focus on your family. Focus on family. Focus on family. Focus on family. Your family is so important. You must focus. So focus. There's, there's something that God wants you to do with your family for which you need to be focused. Some of us men, you found your wife and you said, honey, you even knelt down. Will you marry me? Oh, some of you, all these old school people, you didn't do that. Oh, yeah, okay, you didn't do that. The people of this generation, they kneel down. They kneel down and said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're lucky. <laughs> 
And then after you marry the man or you marry the woman, you, you, can't, you can't focus on him or her and take care of him or her as God expects you to. You got to focus. Got to focus. The, 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 the woman did not force himself, herself on you. Why, why can't you take care of her? The, the, the man did not force himself to for, force you to accept the proposal. Why can't you focus and do what? And be the best woman that God ordains for you to be. Friends, listening and listening closely. If Elijah did not focus on serving who Elijah, he would not. He could not have never gotten the inheritance. And some of us want our spouses to be at the beck and call, answering and doing everything. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma. Yes, sir. But how much love do you show to him or her? Go to focus. Some of us have children. How much, how much are you doing what? Pouring yourself into your children. The Bible says of Abraham. It says, it says I know that Abraham will do what? We instruct to teach his children. If you're a father in the house, please don't be an absentee father. Don't be in 2023. Don't be involved in the lives of your children. Be involved. Be involved. The last, the last area that everyone must focus, must focus on a dream. There's the best of you that God wants to make of you. There's the best of you. There's the best of you. There's the best of you that you, you should pour your energies into. There's the best of the life that God wants to draw out of you, that God wants to serve to your generation. There's the best of you. Can, can you be the best Christian in your organization? So that when, when people see you in your organization, they say, oh my God, there's something about you that is different. They said, yes. So what is it? So I have Jesus in me. Can, can you be the best in your neighborhood? So that your neighbor will wonder and say, there's just something about you. Not, 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 not fighting with the neighbor every morning or every evening. There must be something about you that you can serve your generation. Friends, let's be the best of ourselves. Let's pour our energies into becoming the best that God has ordained for you to become. Pour your energies into becoming who God has ordained for you. And friends, as you pour yourself into who God has ordained for you to become, God will fill you with his all and all and all. I see somebody fulfilling destiny. I see God coloring the future of someone like never before. I see double portion mandate becoming a, pa a part and parcel of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. And I decree over you 2023 will be better than every other year put together in the mighty name of Jesus. And the God you choose to focus on will help you in the mighty name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to today's word and we believe you have been blessed. For further information, please visit our website at www.throneofgracecanada.ca or send us an email to info at throneofgracecanada.ca The word works. Throne of Grace. Transforming lives. Establishing His kingdom.